Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Women's Planning Podcast, a part of Conservative Ladies of Washington. I am your host, Julie Barrett, and I am here today to chat with you about uh, impeachment round two. So Trump is now a two-time impeachment champion. He was acquitted by the Senate on Saturday with a 57-43 vote. Uh, seven of the Republican senators voted for impeachment. Uh, the outcome, of course, was very much anticipated. Everybody knew that Trump would be acquitted. The Senate never had the 67 votes that they would need to impeach Trump at any time during the whole process. It was 100% political theater at the expense of the American people. And if that doesn't... <laughs> If that doesn't make you angry, no matter which party you align with, I don't know what to tell you. But them, the fact that these elected leaders have spent so much time and so much money to play political games is infuriating. And, you know, considering that the Democrats have control of all three branches of the U.S. government, you would have thought they would have been anxious to get to work and to push through some of their policies that they have on their agenda. Well, as it turns out, that's not necessary. Biden is pushing through the left's agenda with the stroke of his presidential pen. As of the first week of February, I believe Biden had signed in 42 executive answer actions. Uh, who needs Congress if you're going to do that, right? Uh, with Biden fast-tracking the progressive agenda, the Democrats had plenty of time to focus their energy on the unconstitutional process of impeaching a former president, now a private citizen, for something that he didn't even do. And there's really no debating it. It was wrong from the beginning. It was irresponsible of these so-called leaders to do. The United States Congress made a mockery of the American government for all the world to see. People around the globe are laughing at us. For the last five years, our government has been bickering, witch hunting, and doing everything they can to stop the Trump administration from getting anything done. And that was their plan from the very beginning. We saw it before Donald Trump was even elected. We saw it the night he was elected in 2016 and every day since. They were nonstop working against that president. Why would you even bother with impeaching a president who's no longer in office. I believe it's pretty simple. I believe it's based in fear. I believe there are a few reasons that the Democrats and of course those seven Republicans and actually maybe a couple more, I would actually throw McConnell on this list of Republicans that need to go. Um, the most obvious reason is that they're afraid he'll run for office again. I mean, I'm all in for Trump 2024. I don't know if that's his plan. But why would they be so afraid of him running again if he supposedly lost so badly to Sleepy Joe in 2020? I actually believe that this is just a small reason they wanted to impeach him. I believe the bigger reason has to do with them, the Democrats, being exposed. What would they be exposed for? Well, <laughs> I guess we can probably think of a ton of things, but I think uh, with the Supreme Court uh, scheduled to hear the Pennsylvania election case, uh, Sidney Powell's Michigan election case, and Linwood's Georgia election case at their conference uh, on the 19th. So that's at the end of this week. 
Is it possible that the Democrats are afraid of the outcome of these cases? Is it possible that they are concerned that the truth of the election will be exposed to the Supreme Court? And is it possible that perhaps it is discovered that Joe Biden is not legitimately the president of the United States? Look, I'm not pushing any conspiracy theories here. This election stuff was done in plain sight. If you were watching live coverage of the election results on November 3rd, you watched as they stopped counting and sent workers home for the night. While strangely, some stayed behind and when we woke up the next morning, Biden, who had been trailing when we went to bed, suddenly had a massive advantage over Trump. Anyone with any common sense could see that and they knew it didn't add up. And don't forget about all the election laws that were changed right before the election due to COVID-19. In several states, they changed laws to allow for mail-in voting that had never been legal before, and no one really tried very hard to stop it. These changes were not constitutional and they were not legal, and the Democrats pushed them through at the last minute, all due to COVID. You can't look at the 2020 election and not know beyond the shadow of a doubt that this strategy was well-planned for a very long time. It wasn't something the Democrats just came up with at the last minute. They have been planning it for years. What they didn't expect was the massive turnout for Donald Trump in the election. It overwhelmed the system. I believe this is what the Democrats are most afraid of. They know the facts and the truth are out there and they're scared of the courts digging into it and finding out exactly what happened in our election. And then what? Does that possibly flip the election? Is that even a possibility? I don't know. I'm not some political guru or constitutional scholar. I'm really not sure what would happen next if the Supreme Court gets into these cases and finds out that Biden did not actually win this election. Whatever it would be though, it would be ugly. We thought the left was angry before they controlled every branch of government. Well, they seem to be even angrier now that Trump is gone from office and banned from all social media. Can you imagine their reaction at learning that Biden is not legitimately the president of the United States? The thought of that scares me. As you know, if you listen to me often, I've never been political until Trump came along. So I'm just a girl who loves America and is willing to do whatever it takes to fight for the freedoms we have today. These are just my opinions that I have formed from my observations and my reading and exploring these issues. I consider myself a pretty perceptive person with a good gut instinct. My gut instinct tells me that this impeachment was based in fear, and I believe that fear is fear of the truth. We all know the swamp is deep. We know there is corruption in our government, from our local governments all the way to the very top. It is evil, and evil loves to hide in the darkness. This impeachment is an effort to keep the lights off in America, to keep people from knowing the truth. So speaking of truth, let's take a look at how this impeachment trial went. The House managers brought Fort hours of testimony last week. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch hardly any of it. It was, it made me sick. It was the same thing over and over for 14 hours straight. It kicked off with them playing the video of Trump's January 6th rally speech, supposedly where he incited the violence. 
what he's being impeached for. I watched the speech live on January 6th as I was getting ready to head out for a rally here in Olympia. The video clip they showed was strategically cut to leave out the most important parts of the speech and the context of his words. Instead of letting people listen to his speech, they cut to the scenes inside the Capitol building of the rioting and the insurrection. The deception and manipulation of the information shown to the Senate jurors and mostly to the American people was blatant and, in my opinion, criminal. I think you can get disbarred for stuff like that, can't you? Manipulating evidence. But, like I said, who am I? I'm just a girl who loves America. We watched this for hours. They had no case. They droned on for the entire 14 hours while the defense only took about three hours to make their case. And I thought they did a pretty good job. I personally thought Matt Gates would have brought a little bit more fire, but we got the acquittal, so it's all good. So let's talk about that acquittal. The vote was 57 to 43. Seven senators voted to impeach Donald Trump. We've got Richard Burr of North Carolina, who has since been censured by the GOP of North Carolina. We've got Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Mitt Romney, shocker, of Utah, Ben Sass of Nebraska, and Patrick Toomey of Pennsylvania. Romney and Sass, and probably throw Collins and Murkowski in there too, were pretty obvious they were going to vote for impeachment. They have been showing their true colors for a long time now. And I hope this will wake up their constituents who elected them because they wanted them to stand for the truth. These people aren't standing for the truth. This display through the vote shows how divided the Republican Party is. You rarely see the Democrats break rank, break, break rank <laughs> with the party. And let's not forget about Jamie Herrera Butler from Washington State, our own representative who was called as a witness because she heard it from a friend who... She had knowledge, supposedly she had knowledge from Kevin McCarthy about a phone call he had with President Trump when it actually turned out that, uh, according to Kevin McCarthy, she was wrong about the the information that she had. And so they ended up not calling her as a witness um, for that reason, but I believe also because the uh, Republican uh, Donald Trump's counsel was going to call. They had a list of like 300 people they were going to call with the top person um, being Nancy Pelosi. And so I don't believe that they wanted Nancy Pelosi to take the stand. So no witnesses were called and it went straight to a vote on Saturday. But the whole thing was just a circus. From start to finish, the whole political exercise was a circus. And it wasn't even entertaining. It was embarrassing. It was infuriating to the American people who want our elected officials to get to work on the issues that we care about. Uh, We are in a pandemic, after all. What I don't understand is how any reasonable person with common sense could think this whole impeachment thing was a good idea. I don't understand how even my Democrat friends wouldn't be pissed off at their government, their government who quote, one, would be wasting their time worrying about former president who is now a private citizen. If they think this was a legitimate election, why on earth would they think this impeachment was a good idea? Because they've been lied to. 
They have allowed the mainstream media to decide what they will know and what they will believe is true. They have had the choice, they've made the choice not to dig for facts and make the decision for themselves. If this was all about orange man bad, then why not just let him ride off into the Mar-a-Lago sunset and play golf and go back to his billionaire life? I think it's safe to say every single person uh, that was in favor of this impeachment is afraid of Trump and not just afraid of the man, but of the movement. I am seeing it everywhere among the Democrats and even in the Republican Party. Having the American people awoken is problematic for both parties, the bought and paid for politicians, the politicians who have an agenda other than serving the American people. Well, this discussion is about to segue into a whole new topic, so I'll call it good for, for today, and we'll pick up on that next uh, episode. I want to conclude today with a note of encouragement. I heard Sebastian Gorka say recently, despair is un-American, and he's right. The people that came before us, they fought, and they fought battles that were far worse and far more brutal than what we're fighting for today. We're all in the comfort of our home for the most part. And it's, you know, it's, it's not pretty, but, but we can do this and we cannot despair. We cannot let our discouragement stop us from taking the action steps that we need to take to fight for this country. Yeah, it's going to be hard work. And yes, it's going to take time. And yes, we are going to have to get out there and do the work. People did it before us. Hard battles have been fought and won before, and we are going to do it again. I refuse to give up, and I hope you do too. 2022 is already on the horizon, and I am very committed to helping make a difference in the 2022 election process in Washington State. And so I hope that you will join me. I don't know what it looks like yet, but I'm really excited. And I think that we have enough energy. We have a lot of amazing ladies and gentlemen that are tired of the way things are going. And we can't continue to watch our country. We can't watch our state go down this path anymore. And so it's time for us to, to rise up. So if you haven't already, be sure to check out our website. It's conservativeladiesofwa.com. We've got a ton of great content, and we would love for you to join the movement and become a member. You can go to the uh, members section at the top of our homepage. And right now, our VIP membership is uh, only, we're doing a Founders Club membership that you can get through February 28th. It's $99. It covers you for an entire year until March 1st of 2022. And we would love for you to join the movement. We have a lot of work to do. It's going to be fun and uh, together we can. So I'll chat with y'all next week. In the meantime, keep it classy. Mm -hmm.